0: Hi there this is amanda and you are listening to the vining perspective today is a daily drop dailies are typically between five and ten minutes and are focused around thought leadership inclusive to rev sales senior leadership and business development thanks for tuning in Hello, everybody. It is 5.15 a.m. on Tuesday morning, full transparency. I recorded this podcast at 4 a.m. when I first woke up and I just listened back to it and was absolutely horrified that that's what I was about to drop and now I have to redo it. It was very rambly. I feel like I was half asleep. I was talking about things that make Not really much sense at all. At one point, I just used like three big words in one sentence, I think, to try to sound cool, but it didn't sound cool. It sounded like I didn't know what I was talking about, so I had to delete it. It was like a rapid delete. Like I almost attacked my computer while listening to my own voice. I didn't even get through seven minutes of my own talking. So if that's not a bad sign for someone like me, what is? But I'm going to try again. I still haven't had coffee. My insomnia is at a level 10. Lately, I cannot effing sleep. I took a sleeping pill last night and still only slept for 90 minutes. So I don't know. I need to like do something. I think I need to go to like acupuncture or do something because the insomnia is so effing real. And I don't even know why because I don't feel as stressed out as normal. Like in my mind, I'm not stressed out this week. So I'm like, why are you not sleeping? But whatever, I'll I'll cross that bridge. Maybe I'll call my endocrinologist. Maybe my hormones are off or something. Anyway, um, what am I talking about today? Oh, yes. I'm talking about a mix of a few topics, but it's basically coming from my personal life. So sometimes my inspiration to get on here comes directly from work. A lot of times it does. And I encourage work people to listen because it'll affect them and hopefully impact their day. And then there's other ones that are super personal and are my own lens and my own take and my own view. So fully warning you today is in that tone, but I've been noticing a behavior that is happening all around me. And it is it is happening at work too. So I guess that that's fair to say, but it's happening in my group of friends and it's happening in my family and it's happening in the media and in the news and it's happening everywhere. And what it is, is that we have so many forces coming towards us. So I want to take the, in that awareness, like, okay, absolutely. There is a true movement happening in our country, obviously being the Black Lives Matter movement. And there is the systemic racial oppression that has gone on, that people are angry and they're fueling meaningful change. And there has been some meaningful change, even in this period. We have a long way to go. Of course, we have a long way to go. But that is happening. And people don't necessarily know how to React to that, or how to be sensitive toward that, or to say the right thing, or be appropriate, and that's happening, and that's affecting communication channels as well because of that. Right? Is how do I say the right thing in that moment? We also have a pandemic, which has been an, a very long time. You know, I, I I don't know if anyone knew the magnitude it would take on their work on their day-to-day, on their social interactions, on their time with family, on their children's schools, and on and on and on, right? So we have that, and then we have industries like the industry that I work within being travel that have been so massively impacted you know you talk to other friends in and, and, and um, associates and beyond in other networks that have a lot more sense of normalcy or especially now as things have reopened they're having a lot more sense of normalcy than we are yet and there may be feelings towards that and then we have all these other pieces and feelings that are going on maybe your marriage has had a harder time or your family life has had a harder time Time, or you're carrying the load of just too much, but there's all these different emotions going on. And then you have this other layer that I think is a really important layer to address, which is social media. So in other times of radical transformation in our country, we didn't have this layer of social media. And unfortunately, what happens in social media is it encourages behaviors that are the exact opposite of what achieve meaningful outcomes, which is pinning two people against one another or multiple people against each other and feuding instead of focusing on how to control and change the topic at hand that you're discussing. So whether that's the pandemic, whether that is um, how we're discussing a Uh, protest, whether that is how we are talking to one another about if we're being sensitive or not sensitive or positive, et cetera. And I just want to get it crystal clear that in my group of friends, that certain people are starting to exhibit what I believe are extremely toxic behaviors. So I want to create some parallels and some examples here. So really going on social media to incite a fight with someone, okay? Like going into that mom group or going into that protest group or going into a conversation about returning to work and using that moment to incite an argument with someone else. I actually have an aunt that I saw something that she wrote in a group the other day that it was just like, I am embarrassed to be related to you, my God. But that is what is happening, right? And I know that you're nodding your heads right now. There are many of you that are like, yes, I can see that. And then you have it to even such like a petty level, like to go real petty for a second. You've got things even like Kardashians, are excuse me, um, Jenner, like Kylie Jenner, people writing and feuding and like hate trolling her things about whether she misrepresented herself as a billionaire, like whether she's worth nine hundred and fifty million or a billion dollars. It's not like you're like logging into your Bank of America account or like your Citizens Bank, and you're like, oh damn, like there's one billion even. I mean, it's all tied up in assets, investments, houses, et cetera. Who the hell knows? But also. Who cares? Like, who actually cares? She still has more money than any of us are ever going to have in our lives. I mean, good for her. Good. I'm wearing that Candy K lip kit. I'm literally wearing that Candy K lip kit right now. So I'm going to still buy it. Whether she's worth 900 million or a billion, it's irrelevant. So why are we even looking at that or focusing on that? And unfortunately, What you click on tells you what else to click on, and what insights that feeling is going to incite more of that feeling. So, if you're on the petty example that I gave, or you're on looking at videos of things that are making you sad or sick or upset, or whether you're trolling something that's making you argue and inciting that anger, you're naturally going to be driven because of the way that cookies and embedding and um, SEO and all these other pieces work. You're going to keep driving yourself to the same narrative. So, with groups of friends, I'm noticing that they're doing that. And I'm also noticing that even in my personal life, I've been impacted by this because I've had things like people comment that I'm insensitive because I posted a picture of my daughter that's in my kitchen and they don't want to see my kitchen because it seems like I'm bragging about money during a pandemic. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? First of all, I don't understand why people look into people's finances, Okay, because I'm taking an enormous pay cut. I mean, we're talking well, well, well over 50%, probably closer to 75%. I lost all my bonuses this year, every single one of them. I took a 25% cut of my base, but Thankfully, in my personal finances, I had made some intelligent moves in real estate. I've been buying and selling real estate since I was 21 years old. Thankfully, I had a primary residence turn out really well for me in a four-year period, which is what allowed me to buy my main home. And I'm obsessed with home design. I designed every floor, every tile, every cabinet, every paint color, every everything. If there's a light switch in the room there, I probably said it needed to go there. So, when I have a picture of a kitchen, it has nothing to do with you personally or comparing it. It's not like I bought my house yesterday. Why would that upset someone? Especially if what you're looking at is a picture of my daughter, but you're more focused on the background, right? Or even if I just want to post a picture of the background, that's my prerogative. You need to have your own self-awareness to say, I went out of my way to follow this person online to be angry at them. Or if someone's out or not social distancing. Um, I had another person that there was a picture of my daughter with two other children and had a comment about them not social distancing. Well, okay. I've decided as a mother that after three months of having an only child who has had zero exposure to other children and has no school and has only seen her parents, that it is time for her as we reopen to be exposed to her friends again. And that is a risk that we and their children's parents are willing to take on for ourselves. If you're going on my social to find that, to argue, then that again is a reflection on you and not me, right? So there's certain things that like I get annoyed at or people will sometimes say to me like, you really need to be sensitive right now. But it's like, for the way I look at it is, well, not really. Um, And I'm not going to change any of that because ultimately you don't know my personal back of it. And I choose to be positive. I choose to stand behind people. I choose to stand behind movements that I believe in, but I don't allow myself to be a sheep and feel that I can only say or do things or be a certain way because that's what's being told to me or that is what the media is choosing for me to do or that I live in a world and in a society that is encouraged to fight with one another as opposed to focus on creating meaningful change. Like I'm hyper self-aware and I'm the type of person that can be empathetic to one friend who's determining how to throw a birthday party and stressed out about that, and another friend who's going through a tragedy that is unfathomable and unimaginable. And I can have empathy and I can have space and I can have time for all. And I can have the same thoughts through our business. I can have some uh, meaningful conversations with someone who's going through what may not seem like a challenge to someone else and have something else that seems completely profound and insurmountable and be supportive to both, but I also can still own my own narrative and be a happy individual and positive and self-aware and want to construct a certain life for myself and be proud of that life and be in good spirits. You know, you have to be able to say, I can be part of this. I can feel impacted. I can be empathetic. I can be part of what's going on around me without becoming succumbed to it, without becoming toxic, without becoming miserable. So what I'm trying to get to, and I promise I have a point, but is that you have to start being so self-aware and we all have to do this, right? Why am I going there? So if you're going and looking at people on social as an example, like I've always struggled with my weight, right? Like I'm someone who has been 125 pounds and then 200 pounds at my biggest. I'm now like 150 pounds. I don't want to be 150 pounds. I'm five, three and a half. It's not a good look for me, but I'm a little thicker than I'd like to be. I get bad about my body sometimes. Like, I will look at other people and I'll think, oh my God, I wanna look like that. I wish my arms look like that. And I become hyper obsessed about being overweight. You know, I just ate bad all week. I'm like, my pants, oh my God, am I 150? I'm like obsessing over getting on a scale. So, if I go to people that are fitness enthusiasts with a six pack, I will really get in my head and I'll feel really negative and really bad about myself. So I have to take that moment and say, You cannot look at that. This is not constructive to you. It's not like I'm going to do that and get inspired to go work out. Like that doesn't happen. I instead need to take that and say, No. You are a long way from where you were. You have a family that loves you. You are healthy. You are financially secure enough to have food in your belly. You are able to cook amazing meals for your family in this time. And you've enjoyed time in that breakfast moment, in that moment for dinner that you hadn't had. And the, previously, when it was easier for you to be thinner, you were so busy, you were working 16 hours and no access to food or rushing through an airport or on a delayed flight. And that You were more unhappy in those moments, and take this as a blessing and don't follow that and don't look at things that make you sad or unhappy. And it's the same with wealth, you know, like if I'm looking at someone in a private chat or if I was looking at someone. And that was, you know, buying their eighth birkin this month, would that incite that for you? So like you have to think about like when you're going towards something, what is your intention? It's the same as if like you're going to a group on social media that is the exact polar opposite of your individual feelings, and you're going there to fight with someone and you're going there to provoke anger and you're going there to provoke yourself and make yourself angry and frustrated. You're not making that person any less Happy because you're actually doing what they want you to do. Like that asshole celebrity who writes that horrific thing on Twitter is wanting to incite a response from you and get those views and get those likes, whether it's good or bad, because they believe that no PR is bad PR. So if you're going there and you write it, all you're doing is making yourself angry and upset for the day when they Literally don't care, and you just made their day better. So, I guess my point is like, no matter what it is, if you can be so self aware that you're like, what is this doing to me, and why am I here? And then taking that narrative and either owning it and saying, okay, why am I doing this if I'm jealous? Why am I doing this if I'm envious? Why am I doing this if it's making me angry? Why am I doing this if it's frustrated? What is really the root cause? And then there's two different channels that I personally take it to one is I would ask for more information if it's something that I'm jealous of or I want to be. I'm like, why do I want this? Like, why does that matter to me? And like, how could I get it? So, I always find that people that are generous online or generous in conversation or generous about getting to know them more are pretty generous of their time in general. So, when I've had friends that were making like really cool moves in real estate or sold company or doing a teaching program that they were helping the high school that we came from, or if they were doing uh, different investments or they were making trading trades on blue chips, or if they were making trades on new startups that were just gone to IPO, like how they were gauging that or where the curve was that they would invest or how they got started and would they help me? And a lot of what I've learned is reaching out to people within various networks for help. And what you find is it's like people are happy to help you and the go-getters just go get it. And they are sharing that sometimes because they're almost offering their help without seeming so overzealous to say, let me help you. So it's really weird to find that right altruistic vibe and sometimes what feels like bragging maybe altruism. And I just try to look at is what is their intention? If the intention is only bad and you judge it, okay, fair. But I try to judge people on what their intentions might be, right? And I know I've talked about that before too, but my point is if there's something you're like, fuck, I'm jealous of you because I want to be more like you. If you can own that, it's really powerful and say like, I follow you. I see what you're doing. This is really cool. How could I be part of it? Or would you let me shadow you? Or would you include me? Is a way to control that narrative. Or if it's not the appropriate situation to be doing that, like the eating example I just gave, then you want to pull yourself away from it and focus on why is this bothering me? How can I control it? And potentially, how can I do something more positive or impact change in a better way? If that's really how I'm feeling, I should just go for a run. I should go and stock up on fresh ingredients, that's going to make me feel a lot better. Um, Or maybe it is that I just want to own it and cook an incredible meal and teach Delilah to cook, which is something I really enjoy doing. So I guess my point is if you can really welcome that and own it, and even in your group of friends, if you have friends that you feel like are being sucked into this toxicity because there's so much that is going on and they don't know how to deal with all these forces coming at them at once, empower yourself to be the friend to say, I want to be here for you. And I think we both can acknowledge that you're not in your best self right now. So how can I do that for you as your friend? And that's a conversation I just had with another friend recently where I'm like, I think that you have so much negativity going on in your life right now because you're so impacted by a profound um, loss as well as everything else that is going on that you're hyper-focusing on what you can control and they're smaller things and they're not as important things. And I see you spiraling a bit in those things. How can I be a friend to you right now? And how can we work on that together? And you can absolutely do that. So I wish you all the best. I hope this was helpful. For some of you, it's been very ranty. I can't believe I'm back at like 17 plus minutes. I really thought I could do this one in 10 minutes, but I hope you got something from it. Um, or if if nothing else, I hope that you get from it, that you are absolutely in control of your own Mindset and behaviors, and that you are okay to still be happy and positive, even if things are this negative around you, and you care about those things and you're empathetic towards those things, you can still be optimistic and you can still want for a better future and you can still see the silver linings. And I encourage you to do so because for many of us, we still have a really beautiful life even though right now it's a little darker, the room's a little darker, we're very, very fortunate. And there is a lot of light when you look for it. Okay. Bye everybody.